No need to look any farther, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation for all your latest sport reports across the nation. So don't change your channel, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation. So don't change your channel, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation for all your latest sport reports across the nation. No need to look any farther, you chose the right station. Funny! Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. I am your host, Mr. Cowboy Nation, right? Um, YouTube channel, Facebook page. We got the YouTube channel is my name, Jerome, J-E-R-O-M-E, M-C-N-E-A-R-Y. Go over there, like, subscribe. All the uh all the episodes from every season on the YouTube channel, right? The Facebook page. Oh my. I'm telling y'all to follow the page. And once again, I have forgotten to put the episode on the page. So let me do that, because I can't tell y'all to do something that I ain't, you know, I got to be up on it. So, boom, going to put this on the page. So, let's talk football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. Facebook page solely dedicated to the show. I just put the episode over there. Uh, so, it's it's not only just the show, it's everything football. So, you got uh, all the, the coaching hires, you know, the coaching hires and fires, injury updates, trades, who got picked up off waivers, sideline videos, post-game interviews, press conferences. All that is on the Let's Talk Football Mr. Cowboy Nation page as well as the episodes, right? So, and it's not just Cowboy stuff. It's like all in the, all things football, right? So, you got that. You got the YouTube channel. Uh, not doing the calling number. Y'all don't want the last smoke. Can you dig it? Uh, Cash App donations. You're going to see my producer dropped the Cash App tag right there on the, on the desk. You know, you can do the Cash App or you have the stars that just gave me the stars. I don't know how it worked, but hey, I got it. <laughs> So either or I'm cool either way. Any way you want to support us, I appreciate it. Uh, we can be found on all major platforms, right? Uh, uh, podcast. We can be found on, found on all major platforms. My personal favorite is Spotify. When you go on Spotify, search "Let's Talk Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation." The reason I ask you to search that is because there's a lot of Let's Talk Footballs, but there's only one Let's Talk Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. Can you dig it? All right, so. Now that we got that out the way, let's get the people who they came to see this evening. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, ah, uh, yeah, Petty, Pendergrass, it's in the bit. Let's go, man. All right, Petty, this is the last one, right? Super Bowl. 
ain't for, ain't for one somebody who can come over here, right? Yeah, you know I got this warm feeling. <laughs> feeling that for you Eagle fans, y'all come on down here and see me. Come <laughs> on down here and see me feeling faint. <laughs> when I tell you, I hate the Philadelphia Eagle fan. I, when I, there is not a classless bunch of fans in this league than the Philadelphia Eagle fans, right? And, and this is this is and this is why I call this is why I call the Philly Philly fans down here. This is why I call y'all down here, right? So Dak Prescott, me and Dak Prescott have had our, you know, our ups and downs this season, right? But at the end of the day, Dak Prescott is Cowboys Cowboys quarterback. He is my QB. I'm a ride with him. Regardless of how inconsistent I think his play is, at the end of the day, I'm riding with Dak Prescott, right? So Dak Prescott was there to receive an award that had absolutely nothing to do with him playing football. This award was solely based on the community work he has done, all of the good, positive things he has done off the field, creating awareness for mental health and just his his uh faith fight finish, you know y'all y'all know what I'm talking about that that charity. Just you know, just commend him for being a great, respectable guy off the field. And and if we talking about Dak Prescott, Prescott off the field, there's not a more deserving guy of this award than Dak Prescott. He's a model guy, right? He's a, and that's and that's why me and the Dak Prescott fans go back and forth so bad because he's such a great guy, right? And Boy had nothing to do with football. Nothing. Absolutely nothing to do with football. Commending the guy for doing great and charitable work. Positive stuff. He probably has saved lives with this mental health awareness thing that he's doing. Right? And what do the Philly fans do? What do they do? What do they do? Boom. Same fans that boo Santa Claus. And y'all so quick to claim Kobe. Y'all boo Kobe. <laughs> y'all boo Kobe Bryant. He from Philly, right? So, Boo Santa Claus. Who the hell boo Santa Claus? So you boo a guy that's there getting commended for doing great and positive things off the field. You boo him, right? You boo him. And then and then commence to losing the Super Bowl in the, on the last second field goal. If if, if no, if that y'all out of all it, y'all deserve that. Y'all deserve that. You boo-boo eating fans. <laughs> y'all deserve to lose on the last second field goal. Right? All right? So y'all come over down here and see me. Bunch of classless bums. <laughs> boy, how you going to boo this man? You ought to be thanking him. He, if it wasn't for him, nobody in the NFC East would have got a trophy at the Super Bowl. <laughs> he don't know somebody in the NFC East left, with the, left the Super Bowl with a trophy. You ought to be thanking him. <laughs> and you going to boo this man, man. Just classless, man. That's why you lost. That's why you lost at the last second. And I know y'all was talking thousand dollars worth of new when you was up ten and a half, right? Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I'm about Rick James, man. <laughs> All right, so if I got anybody in here, right? So give, give me a thumbs up or hit the like. Let me know the audio uh like. Everything cool, give me a thumbs up, right? Uh I want to make sure everything's right before I get into this next guy. <laughs> Y'all, I want to be heard clearly for this next guy. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I got to roll, bro. I can't wait on it. All right, Fletcher Cox, come on down here. Come on down. Dude, dude, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> Fletcher Cox, what the hell? What the hell are we doing? It's like, how you 
show up to the Super Bowl just like the first lady of the of the uh Church of God in Christ Evangel Evangelical Pentecostal <laughs> laying other hands Church of God in Christ. <laughs> Sir, you are 330 pounds. You are too damn big. What are you doing? What are we doing? What are we doing, Fletcher? What are we doing, bro? What are we doing, man? What are we doing, man? Oh, and but my thing is, what was this conversation like? What was this? What was the conversation? How did who convinced you to put this coaching suit on with a blouse, bro? Who convinced you to do this? How did that conversation go? Hey, this the new style. All the all the guys are wearing it. No, they not. That's a lie. <laughs> no, no, all the guys are not wearing church suits with blouses on them. So nobody's doing that but you. You're gonna look like a fool. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> Sir, you are 330 pounds. All you needed was the big church hat and the big old purse. That's that's the only thing you were missing, bro. I him. I look like you about to serve communion. <laughs> Priest pastor. <laughs> it looked like he had a priest pastor in him. You know what I'm saying? First guys, come on down here, first lady. Get this work. <laughs> come on down and get this work, big first lady. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my pleasure, cops. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a break in action, get a word from my sponsor, and get myself back together. Introducing Snapix Podcast Network. Give your voice a platform through podcasting. If you're thinking about starting a podcast or already have one, let us help you. Contact us when you're ready at www.snapixpodcast.com. That's www.snapixpodcast.com. The Snapix Podcast Network. All right, so y'all know I made a, like a little change to the order of the show, right? So I'm going to get into the topics. I'm going to get into the topics, and we're going to uh, do a little talking in the topics, you dig? And then I'm going to get to get on through with the show. All right, so question of the day. Question of the day is, with this latest Super Bowl win, right? With this latest Super Bowl win, is Andy Reid... An all-time great coach, right? So, will you put Andy Reid? Is Andy Reid good enough to be placed in your top five? In your top five, right? Of coaches, coaches of all time. Or if not, where would you put Andy Reid for as coaches, right? So, for me personally, no. Uh, but I think he's well on his way. Uh, they mess around, let him get one of one of the most physically talented QBs since Aaron Rodgers, right? So. I, for me, it's a no, but I think he, if at this trajectory, he will be one of the all-time great, great coaches. Uh, for me, my top five would be who would be my top five? Who would be my? And I, I was saying this yesterday. I know my my number one would be Bill Walsh. I have to go Bill Walsh number one for what he did the West Coast offense, how he revolutionized the offense as we play it today. So Bill Walsh would be number one. Uh, Don Shula would be number two. I would put Tom Landry in at three because Landry did a lot for the game as we know it today as well. Um, number four, I would have to go Chuck Noll and number five, Vince Lombardi. He had to put Lombardi in there somewhere, right? So the uh, number five would be Vince Lombardi. So those are my top five coaches. I'm not taking any Andy Reid over any of those guys, right? You dig? So 
Uh, I mean, you know, let me know what y'all think in the comment section. All right, so let's get into the topics. And we're going to go ahead and roll the... I got some kind of special lineup for you. So, somebody asked me what I thought uh, about Stephon Diggs coming to Dallas, right? Yeah, we, as we all know, Trayvon Diggs got on social media talking about uh, we Cowboy Nation, we need to petition to get Stephon Diggs in Dallas and all this. We need a petition to get Stephon Diggs in Dallas, right? So first of all, my first question is, how the hell is that going to work cap-wise? That's my first question. How the hell is that going to work cap-wise? Number my second question is who gonna take a pay cut? Cause we're gonna somebody gonna have to take take a pay cut for this to work. Is Trayvon, are you gonna take a pay cut? Are your brother Stefan willing to take a pay cut? Right? CD Lamb will have to CD Lamb coming up. He made he made all pro. He gonna want to get paid. Is he gonna have to take somebody gonna have to take a pay cut in order to work? So who gonna take the pay cut? Number one. And number two, my boy Tavis. What's up, Tavis? He said, we just hired Sharif Floyd from Florida. He played under Quinn as an assistant. D-line coach. Real? That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, Tavis. I'm, Tavis, so why I got you in here? What you doing for the comeback? Are you available? <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Uh, but what was I saying? Oh, Trayvon. All right, so. So, how is this going to work salary cap-wise? Right? Because I don't see how this going to work salary cap-wise with Michael Parsons coming up and all that. Uh, and number two, while we petitioning, while you asking people to petition, I got, I got an idea for a petition. Can we, Cowboy Nation, can we start a petition to make Trayvon Diggs tackle some damn bad? Can we start that? Can, I want, can we do that petition? <laughs> let's do that petition. Let's petition, let's petition Trayvon Diggs to make a damn tackle. <laughs> let's, 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 do, let's do that petition. Petition, while we, you want your brother on here, I want you to tackle some damn bad. How about that? Let's do that first. <laughs> So I don't see how this is gonna work. I don't see how this is gonna work number wise. But just far as talent, what? I, yes, I would love to have Stephon Diggs. But I don't see how it works cap wise. So if they, if they can make it work cap wise, and we can still keep this defensive tag, yeah, I'm all for it, right? So I got some guys to watch in the combine. Yeah. So this so this the deal, Tevin. I'm gonna watch the whole combine, right? And then I'm gonna come back and kind of recap it. Uh, get my thoughts and opinions on who I thought the best, you know, uh, best wide receiver, best D lineman. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just gonna basically, just you know, just do a recap. See and basically tell tell the people who I think made made themselves a lot of money in the combine because that's basically what it is, right? So you know, if you're available, holler at me. If you know, if not, that's cool too. I know you're busy. I know everybody. I know you kind of. I know you booked it around this time. Uh, so was it a holding call? Did the refs blow the game? Did the refs screw the Eagles? Did the refs screw the Eagles, right? And my answer is absolutely not. It was a hole. It was a hole. Like, if you go on my page, I got a picture of Bradbury with a handful of jersey, just like that, right? And I saw it. Uh, I saw they had been killing them with them pivot routes. But the thing was, they was running them in motion, Running them in motion and pivot and running the pivot route out of motion, basically. But this time they just straight ran the pivot route because they kept biting hard on the inside. So and and Bradbury did the same thing that they all been doing, biting hard on the inside. And when he when he pivoted outside, he oh he got realized he was dead meat and he tugged him. He tugged him in the break. I saw it plain as day, right? But you know a lot of people didn't see because it, it was a real slick. It was a real. It was a very slick veteran maneuver 
a lot of people wouldn't see it. And that's why you got a lot of people saying it was a bad call. But people who really watch film, who know the tricks, saw it. Like, I saw it. I saw it immediately because when you saw Juju break, you kind of saw him. Right? So, they let me know he got grabbed. And then when they saw the picture, handful of jerseys, he did it. Right? And the back judge had a clear line of sight to it. Yeah, he called it because it was a whole, it was, it was a tic-tac call, but it was the right call. He held him, right? So now nah, I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't want, I don't want to hear that Philly fan saying y'all got, y'all didn't get screwed. It was a hole, right? So I don't want to hear that. It was, it, it was a hole. It was a good call. Y'all got out close in the second half, right? So I think Patrick Mahomes went like 13 or 14 for 93 yards in the second half. And that one, that one incompletion was a throwaway. So, basically, every ball he threw to a receiver was caught. Guys were wide open, right? So, yeah, I, I, I just think my boy Chris Larry here said, uh, not only that, but Bradbury admitted to holding him in his post-game interview because, thank you, because he did it. Like, what else you want? He said, I held him. It's a picture of him holding him. <laughs> like, what else you want, right? So, no, nah, in my opinion, it wasn't a bad call. You know, he got caught. And he actually grabbed and he grabbed Juju early in the game by the arm and turned him around, completely around, and they let that one ride, right? And so you should have been thankful for that one because that was third down. If they make that call as they should have, Kansas City probably run off, right? Because they, they was already rolling in the second half. They probably, they probably run off, right? You probably don't lose by the last second field goal. You probably get ran out the stadium. So... But nah, nah it, 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 nah, it wasn't a bad call. It was clearly a hole. He admitted to holding. Screw you, Philly. Glad you lost by the last second field goal. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> All right, so. Speaking of Philly, I got to talk like this. Dude, this really pisses me off. So, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, both of these guys, Immediately get head coaching jobs, right? Immediately get head coach. Immediately get head coaching jobs. The offensive coordinator, I can understand. I can totally understand why somebody would want him as a head coach. The the scheme he came up with, tailored for Jalen Hurts, was absolutely incredible. It was an awesome scheme, and won them fourteen games, got them to a Super Bowl, right? Went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes. Right? So, I can totally understand that guy getting a head coaching job. But how does the defensive coordinator get snatched up just as quick, right, when the guy that carved him up, the guy that carved him up, you know, the offense coordinator for the Chiefs, that carved up that defense with a one-leg quarterback, that guy, how is he getting interviewed for offensive coordinator jobs when he's already an offensive coordinator in Kansas City and he just won another, yet another Super Bowl? Like, what, what are we doing? What are, like, this is so disrespectful to Airbnb. It ain't even funny, bro. Like, it's, it's so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. Why? So, basically, what you telling him is, yeah, you won two Super Bowls. Yeah, you'd have been to three. Probably, what, four AFC Championship games? Yeah. But we don't think it's you. So we want to see you go call plays somewhere before we give you a shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Being a big, man, my boy Chris Lane Creek, being a big, and this is to the point now. He said being a big, being a big, getting overlooked for so long. And this is, dude, like, can we just call a spade a spade? We know why he's not getting hired, right? 
But I mean, because you look at Matt Nagy, didn't call plays. Doug Peterson didn't call plays. Uh, Joe Judge, who coached the Giants, this dude wasn't even an offensive coach. This dude was coaching special teams, right? Got a head coaching job. Then, it, but you gonna tell me you they not hiring the enemy because he didn't call plays, right? And why the hell? Why the hell? And Chris, uh, Chris, you a Forty Nineers fan? Why the hell? Steve Wicks end up in San Francisco as a defensive coordinator when he turned the Carolina Panthers around when they literally gave up on – they traded away their best player and gave up on the season. And he turned that team around and had them playing for a division in week 17, week 18. I'm sorry. Why is he not the head coach in Carolina? Like, I don't what, – what else did he have to do to show that he's worthy of a head coaching position? Like, so this – this is this is dude. Something has to be done about this. This is so disturbing, right? This is so disturbing. How these guys are getting hit. Like, how the hell does the uh, Eagles defense coordinator get a head coaching job like that? When and the enemy is only getting hired. I mean, interviewed for offense coordinator jobs. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And you got Andy Reid vouching for him. Patrick Mahomes, who is now, who is now the number one guy at QB, like. He's vouching for him. But, nah, we want to see you call plays somewhere else when we let all these other guys get jobs who never call plays, ever. One guy never even coached offense. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? All right, so, this, look, that's, that's terrible, man. Absolutely terrible. Joe, what it do, baby? You missed Petty, man. I got on Fletcher Cox. Hey, Joe, check this out, Joe. Hey, can you pull up the Fletcher Cox? Hold on, put it up here for me. <laughs> Check this out, so you're gonna love this. <laughs> so check this out. What the hell is this, Joe? <laughs> so what they doing, Joe? <laughs> so that's it. so that was so petty, Joe. And yeah. <laughs> As he should, as he should, right? Look at his resume. So Tavis, his resume demands that he get paid. He he's a top flight offensive coordinator, right? As he should, he should he should get paid. Like that that like with me saying how Kansas City carved up Phillies defense in the second half. There was the enemy. That was the enemy. Andy Reid said it. The strategy. To how to attack Philly in the second half was all be enemy. Now Andy Reid probably called the plays, yeah. But the concept of pivot routes that was open every time they ran them, that was be enemy. <laughs> like, so what what do we what do, I don't understand, bro. Like, I don't understand. Like this, this is dude, this 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 is just plain no racism. I don't even know how else to say it. It's just plain no racism, dude. Like <sighs> Why else is this dude not getting hired? <laughs> like, but what else, what else can it be? What else can it be? Like, I don't understand. You, you can't say he's a difficult guy. Like, they love him in Kansas City. They love him. He's not a cancel. He's not tearing the team up. He, he, he's clearly productive. Right? So what is it? What is it? Well, my boy Joe said, holy moly, what the hell was it? That was Fletcher Cox. That was Fletcher Cox. That is what Fletcher Cox was to the Super Bowl. So, Philly, y'all should have known you lost the minute he showed up like that. It was over with. 
<laughs> it was over the minute he showed up like that, feeling it was all it was all downhill from there. <laughs> it was all downhill from there. All right, so Patrick Mahomes, the new king of the hill. Yeah, bro. So and like I said, when I told when I picked Kansas City to win, I told y'all right, that's that's where they're going. Thomas is Thomas has exited the building, right? We put an end to Thomas this year in the playoffs. So they got to – we need a new GOAT. We need a new guy to sit on top of Mount Everest, right? And and that's Patrick Mahomes. Look, Patrick Mahomes is the best QB in this league. I don't even think that's up for debate. I don't think – you said, hell, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Patrick Mahomes is the new GOAT. Like, I ain't going to say the new GOAT, but he's the – He's the new guy. He's the new, he's the top guy. He's the, he's the guy to beat. He's the guy. He's the gold standard, right? If you, if you want to put a ring on it, you got to go through Pat. You got to go through Project Pat. You know what I mean? So he pulled away from the pack with, yeah, one leg. That scramble to get them in the field going right, one leg. And was pulling away from Cass with one leg, right? So, and then I, I think we don't, we don't realize how big he is. Pat, like, 6'3", 6'4", 250. Like, Pat a big boy. So, and with that arm, right? So, I, I think if you want to ring, you're going to have to go through, you're going to have to go through Kansas City. I think uh, teams are going to have to start building their teams to beat Kansas City. Like, Kansas City is the gold standard. If you want to get a ring, you have to be able to beat Kansas City. You're going to be able to uh, have to get to the quarterback and neutralize the quarterback, right? So, that's, like, that's the blueprint. You know what I mean? So, I think that's where we at. I want to see what we can do, you know. I want to see what we can do with it. We got a Michael Parsons on our team, you dig? So, I want to see what – I want to crack at it. But we got to get this quarterback situation together, man. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's do that first. Let's do that first. And I'm going to – my boy said, my boy – oh, yeah, yeah, another thing, Eagles – with y'all losing both of the coordinators, I'm almost certain y'all going to take a step back and I can't wait to hang another Ford on you next year. <laughs> All right, so my boy Joe said, I wonder if the Eagles are still flying or crying. They, they definitely crying, Joe. They definitely crying. They definitely crying. They crying. They got screwed. They crying because they lost. You know, that was, they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait to come find a Cowboys fan and say, yeah, we the one, too. I, too, was greater. You know, this is Philly logic. I, too, was greater than your five, sir. Two rings is not more than five rings. <laughs> two rings. But this is what we was going to have to hear all, all season, that they two rings is somehow, some way, more than our five. <laughs> so I'm so glad they got screwed and lost on the last second field. I don't know what to do. Screw you, Philly. It couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, right? So, <laughs> hey, let me get that ball, man. So, I'm, uh, I'm going to give out my version of the game ball. Ooh, that thing out there. So, what we got in the comment section? My boy said, the Niners, the only team I know withstand injuries and losing coaches and still be competitive. Look, that, that pickup of Steve Wilkes was huge for San Fran. That was huge for y'all. Y'all y'all probably not going to miss a beat on defense. Y'all probably going to be right back nasty on defense again next year. But, uh... Y'all, but what's going to keep San Fran from winning it all, in my opinion, is it's, it's a blessing and a curse, right? So, y'all are very physical. Y'all are very physical. But the flip side of it is, 
injuries come with physicality. And like and and, and probably there's probably not a more physical team in this league than San Francisco. But that's gonna come with injuries, right? So because y'all so physical. So y'all gonna y'all gonna have to get like super deep in order to, you know what I'm saying, to sustain that style of play and actually be effective. So I think that's that's gonna be the challenge for San Fran, man. So uh my version of game ball. I, I'm gonna do game balls for the entire year. So this is my version of offensive and defensive player of the year, right? Offensive defensive player of the year. No, I ain't really with the ESPN and the NFL. I kind of do my own thing. You know what? We do our own thing here, right? So, so my offensive game ball of the year goes out to Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders. He led the league with 2,053 scrimmage yards, right? My uh, defensive game ball goes out to Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns. He had the highest grade of, the, of uh, any defensive player this year. I think uh, PFF gave him the highest grade. He also led the league with a 12.1% pressure rate. Led the league. Nobody had a higher pressure rate than Miles Garrett with 12.1% pressure rate. And honorable mention goes to Michael Parsons, right? Now, the reason I gave Michael – yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, you know, you call me a homer, whatever. But the reason I, I get, I'm giving Michael Parsons honorable mention is because he got not one first-place vote for defensive player in the year, which is absurd. Absolutely absurd. Ah, oh, here we go, Casey. What's it? We got old Teddy Bears fan in here. What's it? Cowboys suck. Dak and Slaw, Zeke is over. Now, I can't argue about Zeke. Dead Zeke, best days are clearly behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and Zeke going to have to make a choice here very shortly. <laughs> like, he gonna have to, Zeke going to have to get down and lay down, right? You have to take this pay cut or you're going to have to go somewhere else. I'm telling you what, Michael Parsons didn't get one first place vote. For defensive player in the year, which is absurd. That's that's the only reason I'm giving Michael Parsons an honorable mention, right? And I and Chris, I know you saying that because yeah, Nick Bosa won defensive player of the year. He got his flowers, bro. Like uh, this, this for the underdogs. This for the this you know this for the streets, man. It's streets. <laughs> yeah, but Nick Bosa got his flowers, bro. He won defensive player of the year, right? So uh, that's that's why I didn't say Nick Bosa. He already he got his award. Like he got a real award on him. On, on, on the mantle. You did so that's why. That's why. This is for the cats who the unsung heroes. So that's why. But Michael Parsons should have got at least. If Michael Parsons would have got one first place vote, I wouldn't even mention him. Right? So but yeah, I th I thought that was that was absolutely ridiculous. Uh Casey said, Oh my dude, TP, and move on from Zeke. Yeah, I think that I think that's about what, what's gonna happen, Casey. Uh Zeke gonna have to take a significant pay cut. Significant. Significant, because <laughs> like what he getting paid, what he getting paid, and what he is actually doing does not add up in no shape, form, or fashion, right? So, yeah, so he gonna he gonna have to take a a significant pay cut, or he gonna have to roll, man. Like I don't know, I don't know what else, I don't know what else has to put that one. So, uh, yeah. So these ain't why am I shooting these people out? Hit that beat for your boy, man. <laughs> yeah, you hit that zone again? <laughs> all right, all right, so now let's get to it, man. Did you see that moment comes from the Super Bowl, right? So let's go check out this episode's Did You See That Moment?
Gonna run it here, Pacheco. Ooh! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Manic. Manic. <laughs> hey, CJ knocked the stove top stuffing that they boy did. <laughs> Injury timeout from Arizona. Woo! Truck action. <laughs> That's how you drop on the road right there, baby. That's how you drop on the road. That's what's up. All right, so. CJ, yeah, CJ, yeah, CJ put that hit stick on that boy, man. <laughs> My boy Casey says, swap savage with TP and Z. Nah, Casey, check this out. Uh, if I'm not, from what I'm hearing, TP gonna get franchised. That's gonna pay TP a little over 10 million. So what I'm thinking they're trying to do is sign TP for slightly less money than what they pay Z. Because they clearly overpay Z. So you can't say give me what Z got because. Zeke shouldn't have got what Zeke got. Thus the pay cut. So I think they're gonna try to, I think they're gonna try to sign uh TP for a little bit less than what they signed Zeke for. And I may hell, I let Leek take it. I let Malik Davis take it, man. I'm just gonna be honest with you. And Zeke don't want to take this pay cut, right? So that's the way I go with it. What's it look like he ran to a brick wall? <laughs> now nah, brick wall ran into him. <laughs> All right, so this is what I got for y'all. So we are doing the top five. Did you see that moments of this year, right? The top five. What was that Dallas franchise? Yeah, I, yeah, I think we're going we gonna, to we franchise in TP, man. So I think that's what we're going to do. All right, so let's check out the number five moment. The number five. Did you see that moment of this year? Cousins back to throw on fourth and 18. He's given to number one. Watch Jefferson. Oh! Alright, so that was really number one, but so that's number one. Let's just go on through it. Let's show you number two. <laughs> you got it? Alright, so we finna go to five. So we finna go to five. Let's go to five. The number five, did you see that moment? So we just spoiled a surprise. That was number one. That was the top one. But let's see what number, let's see what the other four is. The number, uh, let's, let's check number five out. Oh, I missed it. That boy got destroyed in the hole. <laughs> you all right? Are you okay, sir? <laughs> Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, we got to fight, dude. We got to fight. <laughs> we got we to gotta fight, bro. You got to fight me, man. <laughs> bro, you got to fight me. We got to square up and fight, man. <laughs> you can't run me over like that, bro. <laughs> we got to square up and fight. <laughs> We gotta fight, man. Ain't nothing left to do. We gotta fight. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's go to number four. Yeah, he's a coach's son, and he knows that uh, you no, never oh, get ahead of yourself. Right here. Check this out. Check this out. Oh, oh my God! Watch this. Watch this. You saw it. You saw it. AJ Brown, <laughs> incredible <laughs> touchdown number three. Oh my 
I mean, uses his leverage oh, to go against him. And right there, Witherspoon had no chance because he stacks him. You restack him so the ball's going to hit you outside. And then he goes, you didn't do it. You didn't do it. And you saw his hell too. Both of y'all garbage. That is my favorite one. And it's, well, no, no, it's not. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. This one is my favorite. Let's go to number three. Number three is my favorite. Number three is my favorite. Yes, sir. Yes, Prescott. This is Prescott. my favorite. Yeah, right here. Jackson just throws it deep. His pass is That's my favorite. <laughs> Third and thirty. <laughs> Third and thirty, bro. <laughs> You can't cover a 30 yard receive on a go right up sideline on 30 30. Oh my. Yeah, I knew y'all were suspect then, by the way. <laughs> All right, so let's go over to number two. The number two, uh, did you see that moment? <laughs> Something like that. This he calls right his play to that. the opposite what? side. Mahomes, he'll just Hell chuck no. it ahead, and it's caught. <laughs> has that next this dude gear. threw a no-look. This dude threw a no-look. That, that looked like John Murray. 56 yards <laughs> on a toss from Mahomes. This dude threw a no-look touchdown pass. And your first thought is, did he approach the line of scrimmage? Did he go Watch over? this, man. Watch this. I think that this he's behind no the line of scrimmage, and man, he did no what Patrick look. Mahomes does so well, and he which is improvise. Man, that's crazy. Man. And Jarek McKinnon, well aware of that? Mahomes' ability to do how just do that, that stays with his quarterback the entire way and gives him the outlet oh, my. that turns into a big touchdown for Kansas oh, City. My. We have seen a number of these non-traditional throws <laughs> from Patrick Mahomes through man. the years, in particular this year. That is crazy. <laughs> and by the way, that's why to the side that Evan described, where you could... Plays like that. Like, how do you defend that as a defensive coordinator, right? So, let's go to number one. So, we're going to act surprised together, right? So, let's go to number one. <laughs> let's go to number one. Cousins <laughs> back to throw on fourth and 18. He's given time. He wants Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Bro. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Justin goodness. Jefferson pulled oh, it in. The catch of his life oh, keeps the Vikings hopes Clearly alive. Clearly the catch of you. Oh my god. There's no way. There's no way he comes. Oh my. Oh my. We had a catch earlier this game by Stephon Diggs, oh one-handed going up. That has been replaced. Man, one hand versus two. Justin Jefferson wins. That's what I'm talking about. That's a bad boy there. That is a bad boy there, man. Alright, y'all. So it's been real, man. I'm about to slide out of here. <laughs> but y'all know how I get down when I leave, right? I got to do my state of the address. Can you dig it? I have to ask for your vote. DJ, hit that beat for me. So I got to play politician for a role. Y'all know how we end the season. <laughs> y'all know how we end the season. So, ass. I come to you this evening once again asking for your vote.
<laughs> as an official voice of the people, as an official ambassador of this great nation we call Calvary. Can you dig it? I will keep it 100. I will be totally objective. I will call a spade a spade. I will call bad quarterback play, bad quarterback play, no matter who the QB is. I will call bad defensive play, bad defensive play, no matter who the defensive coordinator, who the defensive player is. I will totally represent this star without bias. I am asking for your vote to represent Cowboy Nation once again. Can you dig it? All right, so thank you for your vote. <laughs> Oh, you could, you know, you could. <laughs> All right, so this is what we got, man. I really appreciate y'all, man. I had a ball this season. I'm out of here, right? So, combine, March 2nd through the 5th, I think. March 2nd through the 5th. I will be back after the combine. I will be back after the combine to tell you who I think the best, you know, who the best guys were, who the guys to watch, who I think will make an impact in this league, right? I, I I have a pretty decent track record with it. I just, you know, it's just nothing I never really did out in, you know, out loud. But, yeah, I think so. We coming back after the combine. Tavis, if I can get a hold to you. That's what's up, Joe. Appreciate you. Joe said I got his vote. <laughs> so I'll be back after the combine, right? And, uh, you know, we're going to chop it up then. After the combine, man, it's going to be, you know, draft and training camp. So, like I said, I'm open to suggestions for what to do in between then. I got a suggestion a couple of USFL probably do that, right? But we probably going to, my producer threw something real nice at me. So, let's talk football offseason, right? So, I'll be probably covering covering basketball on offseason. Can you dig it? So, now, offseason, man, it's Big Memphis, man. I'm coming in with that job jersey on. Can you dig it? <laughs> And no, my name will not change. Still be Mr. Cowboy Nation. Okay, man, I'm talking about basketball. It's still this star every day, all day. So, whatever we decide to do, whichever way we decide to go, I keep y'all in the loop. I really appreciate y'all for rocking with me, sticking with me all year, man. I see y'all after the combine. Don't be good, be great.